All right. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Life podcast. Uh, Dearest Jackie can't be here with us today, but in her absence, we have Natalie Ziza back on. If you don't know who I'm talking about, Natalie Ziza was a guest on the very first episode of Let's Talk Life podcast. We talked all about friendship because she's my best friend. Um, She's laughing. (laughs) She's crying. (laughs) Um, And today we're not going to talk more about friendship. Um, But we are going to talk about retail and however that spirals out of control. We'll see where the conversation goes. Um, But... How's it going, Natalie? I was just going to say thanks for uh, welcoming me back and thanks mm. for the intro, but that's it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, all right. So to put this conversation into context, we just had Black Friday yes. um, a week ago, right? Last, yeah. last Friday was Black Friday. Um, how was that for you? I survived it. <laughs> right? Isn't that... I mean, it certainly wasn't as bad. I th- obviously, with the pandemic, we do have a cap, a capacity in our store. So mm-hmm. definitely wasn't that bad in that sense. But yeah, it happened. <laughs> it happened. Yeah, it was my first Black Friday in retail. And I think it was probably the best introduction I could have had because of the lack of craziness that was happening. It wasn't as busy, I guess, as it normally would no one's like, I work in a mall, so it wasn't like we had to be there early because people were outside the mall doors, like, lined up, you know, n- nothing crazy like I've heard in the past. Right. I was going to say, for comparison, this is my third holiday season, mm-hmm. and my first year, my first Black Friday was in a mall, and that was nuts and something like that I've never seen before. Um, mm-hmm. But now I work in more of a, a local, like, community store in New York, and so that vibe is just very different. Yeah. So I know we also wanted to talk about the stereotypes that come with working in retail. Um, I know when I first told my parents that I was working in retail, my mom was like, isn't everyone young that works in retail? I'm 26. I'm not, it's not like I'm old. But yeah, that's an interesting comment. <laughs> yeah, I and I think what she means by that is like 18-year-olds that have no experience really. It's like their first job experience. Um and they just are doing it for some money. So I think that right. that was her view of people in retail. Yeah, well, and I think that's what was interesting to me that obviously when I came to this company and to working in this, um, in retail two and a half years ago, like it was a part-time job for me and not something that I thought I would want to pursue and not something that I thought people like had a career in. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at my managers and I was like, A, you're actually making pretty good money. (laughs) And B, like the smarts that it takes for you to run a company and run a business Mm -hmm. is just really interesting to me. Okay. So say more about it being run like a business because I think that also a lot of people when they hear retail they just hear like sales associate and they don't think about oh this is actually run by these people like on a daily basis yeah and that's also something that I didn't really understand until I was in the role I'm in now which 
is essentially manager on duty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And A, like, you know, you have a store budget that you have to spend within those limits, whether it's for store supplies, um, staff rewards, food. I'm trying to think like activations, community activations. Um, So that's one thing that obviously just takes like, it's a, that's a numbers game, you know? Yeah. Um, You have to, the scheduling in itself, I can only imagine what managers go through to schedule these shifts, Um, working with like different people's availabilities and just various things. You know, obviously there's like a way that they predict the traffic, but that doesn't always work out that way. Um, And then obviously like we have a plan, like you have to, your scheduling also is directly impacted by your plan. And I know like our managers have the ability to be like, oh, I'm going to stretch this to this today, or this is actually what we need to like make our goal. Um, And yeah, at the end of the day, like there aren't like, I don't want to say there are consequences if we don't make it obviously like financially, but that's what, that's what I mean when I refer to it as running a business. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's a small, it's a small business, a part of a much larger business. Absolutely. That has all these other like things that you need to adhere by. And I don't know. Yeah. You know, it was, yes. I, and it's funny, like when I started working, so we work for the same company, by the way, everyone. Um, I also think that you don't bring your work home with you in retail, but that's also a misconception. I definitely bring my work home. (laughs) Um, Whether it's, and we'll talk about some like guest interactions, I imagine. So whether it's like a good or bad interaction that I had, I bring that home. Whether it's like, did I lock the door right? (laughs) Like just Mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. Those little things that haunt you. You second guess yourself. You're like, damn, did I do that right? Yes. And actually something else that I thought, I almost feel like, we are more susceptible to bringing our work home because it never really stops. Like the store has operating hours and luckily because you're in Bergen County, you're closed on Sundays, but I'm not. And so technically like if I got my email sent to my phone, which I did for a while, and now I actually just like stop the notifications. Like I could be getting emails on my days off on my hours off. And therefore like I would be thinking about it 24 seven. Right. And I know our company preaches a work-life balance, but right now it's hard to be doing that. <laughs> well, yeah, we, ha- we have so much access to everything on our phones. So yeah. unless you do what you just did and like set your own boundaries, boundaries. around work, you're, you can be on work all, all day. Yeah. Rather when I think of like a typical nine to five and I'm using air quotes for anybody who obviously can't see me um, because what is that these days? But when I think about that, at least like everyone is off on the same days, Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So there's a lot to bring home. And I also, when I was, when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about the skills that it takes to work in retail and, um, I've sort of like interviewed the people in the role above me at my store, which would be your role at your mm-hmm. store. And I've asked them, you know, what, what do you think is the hardest thing being in your role? And they always say it's people. It's like, it's not, not guests, not the, not the customer. It's the, the actual team that you are 
like managing. And I, and I, I mean, I think also dealing with guests and customers is, man, if you don't know how to like talk to people or, or have like social intelligence, retail will be very hard for you. And I think it's because it's something that is not easily learned or trained. Absolutely. Like you can train someone to work a cash register, but you can't train someone how to like read body language or interact with this guest versus that guest. It's like, you know, it's hard. Yes. Um, I did forget to mention that, that also when I stepped into this role, I didn't realize how much of a manager I truly was. Um, you know, having to like log people if they're late or having to give feedback and like have these coaching conversations. Um, and I think just because, yeah, retail doesn't get that um, reputation. Like for everybody thinks like this is everybody's part-time job. So like there's no need to um, manage these things, but it's not. And even if you are a part-time person, like we want to treat you the same way, obviously, and give you the same opportunities and responsibilities. So that's like besides the point, but yeah, I mean, I have to give feedback and get feedback. This is my, my career at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, as far as like the social skills skills go for interacting with guests, I mean, I ran a lot of the hiring process for this season. And the first thing that we looked for is if you can connect with someone. Mm-hmm. And even we had a few people that were a bit on the quieter side. And I don't think it's like, oh, if you're quiet, you won't, you can't connect. Like you just have to be able to, I don't want to say make connections again, but yeah, like have an unexpected relationship with someone, if that makes sense. Yeah, I remember. Be willing to talk to someone. Right, that you know nothing about. (laughs) It's just strangers. Be willing to talk to strangers. (laughs) The amount of times I said this once, I was like, what we do is not normal. And I know that sounds weird because people go into store, like you're as a consumer, you go into a store every day. But Mm -hmm. being on our end, like- the amount of things that people have told me that I don't need to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can find oh out their whole God. life story. <laughs> I'm just thinking about yeah, some, some woman who called her like lady bits, her co- like cookies. And she like did it in front. Of, it was, I mean, it was hilarious. Like she knew she was being funny, mm. but I was like, no one's ever said this to me before. Yeah. Or people who don't want the fitting room door. What? Like, oh, oh you're, you're comfortable with me. seeing. <laughs> <laughs> all out this is just yeah no filter but yeah go go on sorry or no I mean I can also those are like extremes I guess but <laughs> like older woman who tells me you know like she's shopping for her son-in-law and and where they met and now they're married and all those things um this was kind of an interesting experience and you can cut this out if it doesn't sound like a good story, but one guest was telling me about like how her ex-boyfriend was making her insecure and like she was going to go get like her eyelashes done and all these things. And she was like, oh, but <laughs> I don't think this makes any sense, but she was like, you're short like me and you're so pretty. So like, I'm, I can feel pretty too. And I was like, I'm so glad that I can give you that confidence. Like, Never would have expected that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, and just things that like, I didn't ask for that information. I'm so glad that you feel comfortable enough telling me because I hope like that's when I think about it. And this is why I think I still 
work in retail is because I can truly make someone's day. And I don't mean by giving them a free pair of pants. (laughs) I mean, by like being a listening ear for them. Yeah. It's such a gift to like actually be listened to. And I feel like in retail, that's the last place you would expect to be listened to. Yeah. Because I think you're always expecting to be sold to. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to walk into the store and they're going to try to sell me like a used car salesman. And I want nothing to do with that, which is why people come into the store and they're like, I'm just browsing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can see it being very eye opening and surprising for people to get a listening ear and to walk out of the store being like, wow, I really connected to that person. Yeah. And that's also all I ask of other people, like when they come in, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you want me to listen to you, like I don't say listen to me, I don't want to tell you my life story, but just treat essentially yeah treat me the way you would want to be treated I'm not below you because I work in a store and you sit at a desk or you don't have to sit at a desk because you have enough money that you don't have to like I don't know (laughs) yeah let's talk about that because I feel like we've had conversations about the mentality of a person working in retail I I feel like I remember you know, like filling out applications for um, customer service roles in the past. And there would be these little, almost like quizzes or, yeah, quizzes, assessments to assess your customer service skills. And so the assessment would give you a scenario and you would have to respond, you know, how would you respond to this? And my thought was always, the customer is always right. Whatever they want, what you know and I think I've learned more and more that it's so important to say no yes I hate that that was ever a thing the customer is always right and actually we had interviewed someone and I felt like every answer she gave actually like ended in that basically without her saying it Mm -hmm. and I was like you'd probably do great but also you'd probably give away so much stuff or like you would just make yourself feel bad because you're you're been trained that the customer is always right And I don't know how to say this, but I'm also like, I'm coaching a lot of new hires and they always, right now, a lot of them are saying that they feel weakest when it comes to our, just the return policy. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, they don't feel like they can make decisions on their own with it. And I always say that like, I do say like, if you feel like someone is yelling at you and you feel like you just want to get them out of the store and like, they're making you anxious, like do what needs to be done. Right. Um, it's like a de-escalation strategy. Yes. A hundred percent. You know? Yeah. And like, who would ever thought we have to use that term again in retail? Also with the pandemic, like our jobs have also changed. Like now I'm in charge of policing people to, to wear a mask. Like Uh, wear your masks, people stop over your nose, (laughs) over your nose, this whole in the fitting room. (laughs) listen, Listen to me. Listen to me. Do not, do not go Like I work in a mall, there are food places open. Don't buy a drink just so that you can take your mask off while walking through our store. It's just, there's no excuse anymore not to take this seriously. Agreed. I always think of like Forever 21 RIP because I think all their stores closed. Um, But like how messy was that store? Like that would not fly with us. (laughs) How? Yeah, see... See, that's, that's how did they do anything? So interesting. I, I would go to the, I, I went to the Forever 21 
at Garden State. We're also in New Jersey. Um, and then I also went to an H&M. And I think at our store, it's very much like, make sure you talk to every guest. Mm-hmm. Like every guest is at least like greeted and checked in on. And there's no way to do that at a Forever 21. Like, no. And I think that's what I what I expected to do in retail was just like fold clothes and funny. bring people up. Yeah, I feel like their priority more. Yeah, like their priorities there were like putting the clothes away, but like for us, that's not the number one. Like that comes yeah. second to things. Totally. So it's very. I guess I should have started by saying like, yeah, I don't speak for all retail employees, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I imagine that some, in some ways, we're a little bit special. Yeah. (laughs) I also feel like when I go into stores, though, I just want to be like, oh, by the way, I work in retail. I get it. Like, I feel like I need to let them know. Oh, my God. You know, like, I'll, like, put the clothes away if I, if I can or or something like that. I'm not going to just, like, leave a mess in the fitting room. Right. (laughs) That's, it's so true. Now, I... I make sure that anywhere I go, I'm so courteous. Yeah. Thank you so much. Or like, no pressure. Don't rush. It's, it's totally fine. Yes. Like if, if like, I remember I went to Dunkin' Donuts once and like my, this, I had this gift card issue, whatever. And I, I thank them for their patience (laughs) because I was like, thank you you. so much for like trying to figure this nonsense out. Like I, I imagine that you were stressed thinking that I was going to be stressed out at you because my, what, why can't you make this work? But I mean, yeah, I think that thank you would goes a long way. It really does. It, it would go a long way for me too. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I think as a customer, I, you know, I, I get wanting to be left alone because I want to be left alone all the time. Yes. But I would also, yeah. Now say like, if I need anything, you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to come and find you. Exactly. You're doing exactly. a great job. <laughs> Have a great day. Or like, I do need an opinion on my jeans. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, I think it's, it's, it's almost like a rite of passage to work in retail. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> what was that tweet I sent you that it was like, if you worked in retail on a Black Friday, you can do anything. You're unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I think generally if you can survive retail for, I don't know, more than six months, a year, you're pretty uh, resilient. Yeah. You can do a lot. Um, Something else came to mind that we could touch on is just like the, actually the responsibility that we hold when it comes to people trying things on and like body image and the language that we use. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, this is before I feel like I'm gonna give something away but like before we came out with extended sizing Mm -hmm. like I was aware of this um just like when people inquire about sizes um and I feel like I like again I just think I'm a really authentic person in all of my interactions (laughs) I'm just gonna put that out there so I think if I say something looks that looks it looks good on you like I'm being honest and I'll also be honest if I'm like oh, like, I think you could go up a size. Like, I, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't say it like that, but I'll be like, it looks a little loose here. Or like, do you, and I would always say, do you feel comfortable in it? Mm-hmm. It's up to you. But like now that's being emphasized even more. Um, and just like using inclusive language and 
like never really like validating or like reaffirming what someone already thinks potentially like about their body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like, right. This has just happened a lot recently where people will say like, what size do you think I am? And I'm like, I can't just pick a number out of the hat because I, I may offend you. Do you really want me doing that? Yeah. <laughs> also? And then I'm like, all our pants fit differently. Like, See, this is where I tell you them, gotta try it on. <laughs> like a two is usually this. A four and a six are usually that because I don't yes. know. I ask people, what do you normally wear? Yeah. I just, I, I bounce the question right back at them. Right. I would right. never like how the hell, you know, okay. My eyes, my eyes are a tape measure and I can like, I, there's no way. Yeah, And even to that point, like I wear a four, but so do a lot of other people on my team mm-hmm. that like, and we all look different. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just, it just body types are different. Like you might have a four waist, but like your calves are like really large and yeah. it just shit just doesn't fit exactly how you would, you know, expect it to fit. Yeah. Or you have a tiny waist, mm-hmm. but you have a big bust. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not me, but some people have that experience and they got to find a top or a bra that works for them. Right. I remember um, there was a group of uh, young girls I, I I just remember them like commenting on their own bodies. Oh, like, does this make me look fat? Does this look good? Oh, like, do I need to get a bigger size? And I, and, and she asked me at one point, one of them, like, do you think so I should get a bigger age? size? And I was like, you know, it really depends on how you want it to fit. And because I, like, I felt so in, in that moment in my head, I was like, girl, stop, stop that. Like, stop doing that to yourself. Yeah. All of you, all of you stop because you sound number one, ridiculous. And it's a sad conversation. Yeah. Right now. Like you shouldn't go ahead. No, sorry. (laughs) Trying not to cut you off. (laughs) Um, What about when people are like, oh, like, but I think I'm going to lose a little weight. So I'll get this size or like, stop it like don't buy for the weight you want to be buy for the weight you are yeah that's just that makes no sense to me you won't be comfortable in those clothes and then you know what you're not gonna want to do the activity that you're doing in them yeah no yeah and And actually this didn't happen to me but my coworker, poor thing newer educator (laughs) use the term damn it um but someone was like um what would be like a girl like our pants should not be a girdle. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I've I've gotten something similar where where they'll say, "Oh, like what's going to really suck me in?" I think I'm going to start like really advocating if I can in an appropriate way for like some good body image stuff because it's just it's just not good. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we have a lot of women come into our store. For sure. Um, and I love that. And that kind of makes me think of like, again, bringing back to why I'm still in retail. Like I give meaning to my job because again, because of these interactions that I have, mm-hmm. like, I hope that's why if I have the opposite effect on someone where I make them feel bad about themselves, like, oh my God, that was hundred percent, not my intention. And I hope to only like empower you and make you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cause then we can kind of talk about, right. Like fashion and capitalism and, you know, why are people shopping right now? But 
at the end of the day, like, would you agree that if you feel good in your clothes, like it adds to your confidence? Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I feel that way, especially because of like, I dress more androgynously. And so for me to feel good in my clothes, it, it's like a part of my identity clothes. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I get it how it's very affirming when you find clothes that fit you in a way that makes you feel comfortable and confident, um, athletic, sexy, not sexy, whatever you want to look, whatever, however you want to look like. Yeah. It's a nice feeling. I would agree. But yeah, I think we have a lot of, I don't know, capitalism just makes it, it like points out your flaws and then creates the product that's supposed to be a fix for the flaw. Yeah. And I don't know that. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I would have to do a little bit more thinking on that, whether and how we do that in our own company. Yeah, certainly can't dismantle that. <laughs> not, not in a moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. It's, it's a big, it's a behemoth to try to take on. Yeah. So just, we'll just do it like interaction by interaction, you know, <laughs> guess by guess. Yeah. I think that's why I, I also don't ever want to come across like a salesperson mm-hmm. because, oh, uh, it's so hard, isn't it? Like, it's so hard because you want to make you, it is a business, like you want to make the goal, like you want to hit your numbers right. um, so that you can continue to have a job so that people can continue to have a job. And you, you don't want to, I, I would never want to have someone buy something because the, I said it and they didn't really want it. Yes, I would like, agree. Don't buy, some, like, don't let me influence whether you purchase this thing or not, especially like depending on the price point. Um, yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's a little hard. It's challenging. It's, yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's do a roundup. Retail. Number one, don't underestimate the responsibility that comes with working in retail. Number two, wear your masks in stores, <laughs> online shop if you can. Um, what, what else? Jump in, Nat. Oh, yeah, we called me Nat. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, be confident in your body and don't feel like you need someone else to validate that. Yes. Shop for the size that you are. Don't let anyone influence you into thinking that you need to buy something that you really don't need to buy if it doesn't make you joyful and happy and makes you feel good. Be a human Mm. when you come to a store. Let's treat each other with empathy, respect, and compassion. Just generally in and out of stores. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I feel like to the first point, like, you can also have a career in retail. It's not just a yeah. part-time job for people. Well, thanks, Natalie, for coming on and chatting thanks with me. for having me. Yeah, of course. Listeners, if you enjoy this podcast, uh, go check it out wherever you listen. Um, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Go ahead, subscribe, like, rate, review. It helps a bunch. Um, if you feel so inclined, you can head on over to Instagram to let's underscore talk underscore life underscore podcast <laughs> man who took that who took all of it that i needed to put that many underscores in the name damn yeah, you uh, yeah I, I i regret promoting it <laughs> oh, i'm just kidding anyway i hope you had a lot of fun listening um see you in uh two weeks from now all right bye